Hello, and welcome back to the Rat's Nest Podcast, the show where we patch something from scratch every episode on my Eurorack modular synthesizer. Today's a special day. My good friend Noelle has lent me her data bender, and as you can hear, it's already making this basimilus melodic thing much more interesting. I'm going to turn down the data bender so you can hear what it sounds like without it. So all I'm doing is using the product one out of the numeric repetitor to trigger the basimilus as well as a Turing machine on the ornament in crime, which is giving our pitch information. It's essentially just random pitches that are in minor pentatonic. And I'm modulating the morph on the basimilus with the Schlab diode chaos. Just some smooth, fluctuating random CV to change the timbre. I am clocking the numeric repetitor and the data bender with the Pico R&D. And let me turn the data bender back up so you can hear those lovely stutters that we have going on. I have everything turned down, the break, the bend, and the corrupt. All I'm doing, uh, I've got the repeats at 12 o'clock and the time is probably around nine. And so let me turn up the mix. So basically, I'm using the repeats to kind of add another stuttery layer underneath the bacillus. The time is, I think, a divide by four or eight of the clock. Clocking the data bender left on time is you're dividing the clock and then right you're multiplying it. Let's see what happens if I turn the repeats up or mess with the time. kind of changes how fast or how small of a chunk is repeating, almost. This is around 12 o'clock. And as I take it to the extreme, it almost gets into like granular synthesis territory.
let's adjust the time and see what that does. to repeats but different. I'm not really sure how to describe the difference. Oh, I think time kind of determines how fast it changes the sample that it's like stuttering with the repeats. Kind of weird. Here, when I turn up the repeats, that little repetition gets faster, but the timing of when it changes is tied to the time instead. So that's turning the repeats up. Now, if I turn the time up, the that tone will kind of change faster that we're hearing repeat. affect the repeats because the faster you're going the smaller the buffer is and the smaller that repeat is so time affects the repeats but the repeats doesn't affect time very interesting up this voice a little bit more. I might put it through a filter and modulate the decay time on the Basimilis and maybe add an envelope to the filter too. Just so there's more timbral variation for the data defender to kind of pick up on.
So now let's maybe explore some other stuff on the data bender. Like I said, the bend, the break, and the corrupt are all turned down. So let's start. We're in macro mode, which changes what the bend and the break do. So in macro mode, the bend is kind of like analog tape artifacts, and the break is kind of like digital CD glitches. Experiment. in there. I also like how you can click the buttons to turn them on and off or send gates to turn the bend and the break on and off. That's really cool. I might try sending some gates or triggers. Let's use the product 2 and the prime out of the numeric repetitor. Sometimes they're there together, sometimes they're not. Really loving this so far. Now let's mess with the corrupt, which doesn't change between micro and macro mode. It has a bit crusher. Uh, random audio dropouts, saturation or distortion, a DJ filter, and a vinyl simulator. So I'm just going to kind of mess with all those a little bit, see which one I prefer for this patch.
I think I'm going to go with the DJ filter, as much as some of those other effects are cool. And I think I'm going to modulate the corrupt with uh, another channel out of the diode chaos. Dismodus to this because I just want a little bit of extra stuff going on. I was gonna maybe make a beat around this, but I think I could make a whole patch just around this. Thank you. 
Let's maybe modulate the bend and the break CV as well. Reminder, this is what it sounds like without the data bender. doing this and I realized if you hold a shift and turn the bend and break knobs you can actually set attenuation so I'm now attenuating the sample and hold out I'm getting from the sampling modulator and Pico R&D that I'm using to modulate the bend and the break which I thought would just turn it on or off, but actually it cycles through all the corrupt modes. And that's kind of cool too. Using the random pulse out of the Pico R&D to do that. 
Now we're just listening to the data bender output. No dry bacillus at all. machine. it's time we move into micro mode. So in micro mode, the bend acts as playback speed, kind of like a tape machine. You slow it down and it also changes pitch, similar to how the morphogene handles with the very speed knob. And then break can either be traverse or silence. And so if it's traverse, you're moving through chunks of the buffer and silence just kind of adds silence. You know, it's kind of like a duty cycle. Like, oh, instead of hearing all of the repeats, you hear the repeat and then some silence and then the repeat and then some silence. You can dial in how much silence you want. So I'm already modulating and sending gates to these. So the break is going between traverse and silence, and the bend is turning on and off, but also affecting the pitch, which adds a very kind of creepy atonal sound.
I went back into macro mode because I think you kind of got to start in the mode that you're going to use probably. And the bend in micro mode actually tracks one bolt per octave. So that would be cool to, you know, send something into it and actually change the pitch with the data bender and also like, you know, glitch it out. I think that's probably for a different patch though. I think this sounds too nice. Let's add another voice that's going to mix with the Bissimilis before it goes into the data bender. So we have a little bit more stuff going on. now I've got the black wavetable VCO going into our mixer and I'm using an envelope for maths to open up the VCA. I'm modulating the wave CV 
with the third channel out of the Diode Chaos. And yeah, I'm using the Numeric Repetitor for the triggers. Just another voice to spice things up a little bit. I'm going out of the sub out, so I think I'm gonna go for a lower octave too. the stepped CV out of the DIY swamp to modulate the fall of that Mads channel that I'm using for the Black Wave Pimple VCO. Attenuated through Mads attenuation thing in the middle. This is no data mender. This is no effects at all.
hope you've enjoyed this little exploration of the data bender. Sorry, the patch was kind of simple throughout most of it, but I wanted to really explore what each parameter did on the data bender, and I hope you enjoyed that kind of in-depth breakdown. Yeah, if you want patch notes for this episode, if you'd like to vote in the polls that I hold for what I'm going to patch in a future episode, if you'd like bonus episodes or raw modular recordings, head over to patreon.com slash nullfyinfinity. That's N-U-L-L-P-H-I infinity. And now I'd like to give a shout out to the people who currently support this podcast on Patreon. Gray Series. David J, Patrick O'Brien, Joby Springsteen, Tom Davis, Synthador, Rick Post, Tiny Frames, John Bruce, James M. Bland, Steve DeSamos, and No Elbows. Thank you all so much for helping the podcast. It means a lot. Also, uh, you'll notice this episode came out on Friday. I think I'm just going to be putting episodes out on Friday now. My schedule has kind of shifted around a little bit, and it's just easier for me to do it Fridays instead of Thursdays. I know I keep changing the day around, but, you know, life gets in the way a little bit. I hope you understand. As always, I will catch you next week for more patching. Thank you.